Con Kaiser Permanente puedes tener videocitas con tu propio doctor sin copago y surtir la mayoría de tus medicinas a través de la app sin costo por envío y sin salir de tu casa. Visita cape.org diagonal viva bien. Kaiser Permanente, viva bien. Citas sujetas a disponibilidad cuando sean apropiadas. Algunos planes pueden requerir compartir costos. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid Atlantic State Sync 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland 20852. Grace and peace, and God bless you. Good morning to you, and welcome to Fire in the Morning. We are gathering this morning to stoke our fires, to stir our hearts, to prepare ourselves for the day that is ahead, and to give God glory for all that He is doing in our life. We're thanking Him for another day. We are blessing Him, amen, that this is the day that He has made, and we are all ready rejoicing and we are glad in it we thank god for his goodness and his mercy today amen thank god for all of you that have been joining us all this week as we have been focusing on the fruit of the spirit this week hallelujah and i pray that you have been able to put into practice the word that you have been hearing and being able to amen exercise your faith and exercise these fruit of the spirit Hallelujah. And today we come to the final fruit of the Spirit. Amen. As we have gone through, amen, all eight. Amen. We come to number nine on this morning. Praise God. And and this has been good just to be able to reflect, to be able to come back and listen to the word and to be able to, amen, strengthen ourselves. As we prepare our hearts to stand in the grace that God has placed upon each of our lives. Amen. And so today we're picking up, amen, the reading of the verses again. Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23. Hallelujah. Amen. And we are, we're going to finish up, amen, reading, amen, on here. Praise God. And we're going to get into the word on this morning. If you have your Bibles, praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, let's get your Bibles and let's go to the Word of God. Hallelujah. And let's begin to read the Word. Amen. Hallelujah. So Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And today, amen. We come to the final fruit, as we have, as we, as we have said, Amen. And we're looking at temperance on this morning, Amen. And we are going to look at this on today, and you know, this is something that we need to cultivate in our everyday life. This is something that we need. Temperance is what we need. Another word for temperance is self-control and i'm sure many of you are already well versed on this and know amen what it is you know what this means amen this word means self-control amen praise god and we need to be able to walk in self-control so that god gets glory out of our life amen hallelujah and we're not just talking about merely just you know being able to say no when we feel like saying no Amen. Praise God. Self-control is is 
is connected for us, amen, to not just being able to say no when you want to say no. How about when you don't want to say, you know, when you don't want to say no, when you don't, when you want to say yes to something and in your spirit, you know, you have to say no, amen. This is what we're talking about on this morning, amen. Self-control is, is, is connected to our bodily appetites. You know, a lot of times we, we use that reference to our bodily appetites, you know, for for food and for something to drink and for sexual things and for physical passions. You know what I'm saying? And, and when we talk about physical passion, we talk about rage and anger and, you know, being upset and all the rest of that stuff. And, and so this, when we start really talking about self-control, this right here for us is the key. It is the key for us to be able to win the battle against our flesh we got to be willing to to submit to the spirit of self-control uh some of the common definitions for self-control are um controlling your own behavior it is the ability to have command over the choices that you make and it's showing self-restraint restraint over yourself now you know it's funny because we always talk about churches being controlling and excuse me, and people being controlling. But, you know, one of the things that I'm finding out is that we can submit to the control of someone else over us, but it is so hard for us to control ourselves. It is hard for us to control our anger, control our temperament, control, amen, things that we should not say out of our mouth. And we say them on a regular basis. And we need God, amen, to really... To, to bring the spirit of self-control and the fruit of self-control, amen, to manifestation in our life. It is really the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is what you have to understand, even as we talk about all of the fruit. If the fruit of the Spirit is going to work in us, we have to understand that it's not us. It's not us. This is coming outside of your own natural ability to be able to do anything. Self-control is not just you yourself controlling yourself it is restraint that comes from the power of holy spirit restraining you so that we are able to walk in control of our own desires and our passions you know what i'm saying so even for us to say self-control is somewhat of a misnomer because we are not the ones really controlling, you know what I'm saying, our passions and our, our desires or whatever, because it's not just your own willpower. It is, if we can just do, if we can just will stuff our, ourselves, we wouldn't need the Spirit of God. So this is more than just willpower. This is spiritual power to be able to withstand temptation, to be able to withstand uh, trial to be able to withstand, you know, the impulses to respond in a way that is not going to bring glory to God. And so, you know, we need to make sure that we have a good understanding of that, because if you can just have will to be controlled over your own self, then we don't need the spirit of God. All right. So this word self-control or temperance as used in scripture comes from the Greek word enkratia, which literally means to be in strength. It literally to means, means to be in strength. It means having strength to control the desires, to overcome evil passions, and to have self-restraint at all times and in all things. Enkratia. So let's look at this word enkratia because I was really intrigued with this word as I was looking at it on yesterday. Um... It is translated, the short definition for encratia is self-controlled, 
um, it is proper. Really, it the, the the when you breaking down the word, it is properly used as self-controlled. Literally means to be mastered from within. Now that is what I, I when I read that I love that mastered from within. Okay, it is originally used in the sense of having power over, possessed of, or controlling, or to keep in hand. And so it comes from this, the word uh, N and then in the Greek, and then also kratos. It's two words put together, which means strong, master of, self-controlled. And we're going to break those words down in a second, okay? Um... It means to be strong, to be robust, having power over, to be possessed of a thing, okay? Um, means to be able to curb or restrain. And really, it, the, the, the object of the control is self. The object of the restraint is self, okay? And so, this is again from the word N and Kratos, which means to be strong in the thing, to be masterful. Uh, figuratively and reflexively, it is self-controlled and appetite to be temperate. So this word N in the Greek, let's get this word, N in the Greek is a preposition. It means to be in, on, or among, inside something. Okay, it talks about or speaks of the realm that is being affected, okay, or the condition of a thing, all right? And then when we look at this word kratos, Amen. The Greek word kratos. So you have in, which means, uh, you know, to be around or or the, the 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 realm of a thing. And then you have the word kratos, which means dominion, strength, power, uh, or a mighty deed. All right. It is from the root word to perfect or to complete. All right. Or exerted power. So in other words. And it also means power and might work. It is a work of power. It is a strength, vigor, vitality. All right. And so when you put those words together, when you put those words together, it means, amen, to be in self-control, to be in uh, or mastered from within and that is really the definition that i really really like is to master from within because that's the that's the issue of us being able to walk amen in temperance is that we master what is going on inside we have a, a sea of emotions that go crazy in us at any given time you know what i'm saying and it's and and contrary to popular opinion it is not just women who have emotional situations that go on and i love the way sometimes you know god bless the brotherhood but a lot of times they try to say that you know women are just emotional women are just emotional but men are just as emotional as women are you know um and have some of the same emotional situations that women have to deal with you know men fly off they handle just as much it's a flesh issue it's not a gender issue okay so that's one of the things that we need to be able to understand that dealing with emotions has nothing to do with gender it has to do with the flesh it has to do with amen the the fallen nature of man who is out of control who is all over the place who does not want to submit to god who does not want to submit to the word of god the will of god the purpose and plans of god and that's where our issues 
come in. And so we need to learn how to, by the Spirit of God, be mastered from within, from the Spirit of God that dwells on the inside of us. Self-control is the fruit of the Spirit that has nothing to do, and I said this earlier, has nothing to do with your willpower, has nothing to do with you being able to will yourself to stop doing things. Amen. Hallelujah. It is the indwelling Spirit of God that is enabling us to control our desires, whether they're good desires, whether they're evil desires. Amen. And to overcome the works of the flesh. And again, I say it has nothing to do with gender. It has nothing to do with women and their monthly cycles and them having PMS and all of us to that foolishness. Amen. That is nonsense. Amen. That is psychobabble. That is not scripture. Amen. It is the works of the flesh and men and women both are subject to having to deal with the works of this flesh. And so when we are allowing the indwelling spirit of God to enable us to walk in control or to control us from within, to master us from within, then we have the ability to overcome anything that is pulling against the power of God, anything that's pulling against the will of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're able to overcome those things. Amen. It is Christ. It is the life and the power of Christ on the inside of the believer. That is what self-control is. That is what temperance is. Amen. It is us being able to have restraint over ourselves at all times. Amen. In all things, in all situations, by the life of Christ that is on the inside. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, so long as we understand, amen, that it is not us. You know, you have people who say, they stop doing this. They stop. They stop drinking. They stop fornicating. They stop smoking. They stop cussing. Listen to me. It wasn't because you willed yourself to do it. If you are born again, it is the spirit of God that is on the inside. Amen. Hallelujah. That mastered. Amen. Your your impulses and your desires from within. Hallelujah. And it's what keeps you from going back. Hallelujah. Because without the spirit of God, we will go back today <laughs> we would go back we would go back by the time this broadcast is over we would go back in the middle of this broadcast okay so we gotta understand that it is not us it is the spirit of god on the inside and so this particular word uh uh temperance or in kratos and kratia it's used three places in the New Testament. We see it the last time that it's mentioned is used here in Galatians chapter 5. Amen. And when you look at the 25th verse, it says, If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That really is making mention of, when we talk about walking in the Spirit, it's talking about being mastered from within. If we're going to live, amen, in the place of being mastered in the Spirit, then walk there. Hallelujah. Let it be something. I mean, anything that's dealing with our walk, amen, is pertaining to us practicing it every single day. It's pertaining to us allowing it to have, have, have manifestation in us every single day. It is added to knowledge and must produce patience. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 6 talks about this. Amen. That you add to your faith. Amen. Uh, temperance or self-control. Amen. It stands between righteous and judgment and Paul's message to Felix. Now, this is what intrigued me. 
reading, you know, and, and I would encourage you to read Matthew 24. When, when, when Paul has this conversation with Felix. Okay. And I'm going to read to you verse 25, uh, Acts 24 and verse 25. It says, and as he reasoned the righteousness, temperance and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, go thy way for this time. When I have a convenient season, I will call for you. Now, let me tell you what was going on right here. Here, here. here is some of what is the background on this, okay? Antonius Felix, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, amen, was a Roman procreator in Judea, all right? And his wife, he had a wife, her name was Drusilla, and she was a Jewish, so she was a Jewish woman, all right? And Drusilla was the youngest daughter of Herod Agrippa I, and Herod Agrippa I had killed... Uh, James in, in Acts chapter 12. All right. And so about the time that this was, this conversation is going on between, uh, between Paul and, and Antonius Felix, uh, Antonius Felix was about 19 years old. Okay. And so here, um, Drusilla had already been married to, to, to the king of Emesa in which this was a small state that was in Syria. And so Felix who is 19 years old, Felix was, um, he had lured her away from her husband, okay, with the help of a magi magician, and she became his third wife, okay, Felix held power over, had, had held power that was given to him by Rome, and he was a man that was controlled by his passions, he was a man that was controlled by his lust, he was a man that whatever he wanted, that's what he went after. Okay, and so here's Paul, he's standing before Felix, all right, and when he spoke to him, he didn't talk to him about him being arrested, he didn't talk to him about his own personal situation, but he began to speak to Felix about righteousness and self-control and judgment that was getting ready to come, or judgment that were, would come in the future, okay, and so Paul had a power inside that was working in him that Felix did not have, even though Felix had power in the natural over, over the, the area that Rome had given to him. Okay. Even though he had this power, he, Paul did not, Paul had that power of the Holy Ghost on the inside. Felix didn't have this power. Felix is ruling in the natural, but Paul is standing before him ruling in the spirit. Okay, and he's telling him about the dominion of sin that is ruling over his life. And so here's Paul. He is a prisoner, but yet he is free because he's walking in the righteousness of Christ and he's empowered, amen, by the Spirit of God to stand in self-control, amen, and to be free from the judgment that's to come because of Jesus. And he's witnessing to Felix and he's telling Felix about this, all right? And what does Felix do? Felix begins to tremble because he knows that what Paul is saying is right. And the thing that gets to him is the fact that yes, judgment is coming, but he knows that he's a man ruled by his passions. He's out of control. And Paul starts expl explaining to him or expressing to him about righteousness, about self-control, about being controlled and living a life in the spirit. And it causes Felix to tremble. Hallelujah. 
And, 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 and this right here, if you begin to really get the word of God, there's power in the word of God. And, and when we begin to allow God to, to deal with us, amen, to speak through us, amen, it will begin to bring conviction to those who hear. Because I'm going to tell you something. We can stand before the most powerful men, the most powerful women, but when they do not have power over their flesh, it will bring them to ruin. It will bring them, amen, to the place, praise God, that they will shame themselves because their flesh is out of control. Let's look at some of our previous uh, presidencies where we've had presidents, amen, who were had psychics coming in, amen, because they had a lust for knowledge, praise God. They had women coming in and they had illicit sexual relationships because their flesh was out of control, amen, and they had a lust, amen, for other women and didn't have their flesh and their passions and their zeals under control. And so we need to understand that it does not matter what your position or what your station is in life. We need to be able to walk in the spirit. We need to have a spirit control life. We need to have a life that is governed not by our emotions, not by what we think, not by what we feel, but by the spirit of God. Listen to me, brother or sister in Christ. You got to understand it does not matter where you go in this world. I don't care how anointed you are. I don't care how much God uses you. And, and I was really sharing this this week and sharing this last week. Listen to me. We got to get away from just being gifted people and let's be let's be spirit controlled individuals. Let's allow Holy Spirit to overtake us. Amen. And let this fruit of the spirit come out of us. Let it flow out of us. Amen. And we need to think about the times that we've been out of control with our temperament, out of control with our zeal and our lust and our appetites. Just because somebody's not at home with you and does not get to see the things that you do, you know, don't think that you get to have some shine because you get to hide your, your issues of lack of self-control. Praise God. God will bring us to exposure if we do not deal with these issues and these problems in our life we got to come to him and confess that we are out of control that our flesh is out of control we have to understand that it is the it is the spirit of god on the inside that is that restraining influence in us it's not willpower it's holy spirit power Amen. And the fruit of self-control, amen, we can see it all throughout scripture. We see it when Jesus was in Gethsemane, when he said, not my will, but your will be done. God, I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to submit my will to your will. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look real quick at Romans chapter 12. Let me go to this real quick. Romans chapter 12. Let's look at that real quick. Amen. Verse 1 and 2 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is a reasonable service. Verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. When we look at these verses here, the only way that we can present our bodies as a living sacrifice to God is it has to be coupled with self-control. If you're not going to be conformed to this world, amen, that means that you're not going to allow, because in the world, it is, this is what we do, what we want. If it feels good, do it. Amen. That's the mentality of this world. 
hallelujah, filled with debauchery, filled, amen, with lust, filled, amen, with the works of the flesh. And that's what this world is about. But you cannot be conformed to, amen, to the spirit of God and the will of God without self-control. This is what we use to guard our life. Amen. Let's look real quick. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Second Corinthians 10 and verse five. Let's see what that says. Praise God. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse five. Amen. And it says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen. This is what guards your life. Your thought life is self-control. You can't let your thoughts. Let me tell you something. This is where sin begins. Sin starts as a thought. It is a seed as a thought. And as you think on it, amen, you start meditating on how you can get that thing done. How can I do this? And then how can I do it without getting caught? That's, that's, that is the way sin operates. Amen. And so self-control has to guard our thought life. It is, it is being transformed in the inner man so that every thought and every desire is under the influence of Holy Spirit. Okay. Paul said that he brought every thought captive into captivity. This is what he's talking about. Casting down imaginations. Amen. Every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. Every thought. Everything. Keep it in control. Control yourself by the Spirit of God on the inside of you. Okay? Holy Spirit has got to be in control so that no uncontrolled thought is allowed to have access to your mind. Let me tell you something. You cannot allow the enemy to have access to your mind. And anything that is not out of control, amen, or rather I should say anything that is not under the control of the Spirit is out of control. Anything that is not under the control of the Spirit is out of control. And you got to bring it into submission and subjection. That is your responsibility to go before God and by His power and by his presence you begin to speak amen to those things that are out of control in your life and then you have to not yield to it it's not just saying that you're going to stay away from something but amen when the temptation comes you got to resist it hallelujah glory to god and so we have to learn how to govern our thoughts praise god it is important amen that our thoughts Amen. Remain in control. We, we remain in control of our thoughts because, you know what I'm saying? We, we realize that this is where God begins to deal with us just as well as, you know, sin comes to try to deal with us. When you, when, before you start reaching out after God, you start thinking about what I need to do. I need to pray. I need to fast. I need to read the word. I need to do this. I need to, and then your thoughts become actions. So this is why these thoughts have to be brought under submission. You have to even allow your mind to be the place where you commune with God and that you don't allow the enemy to trespass in your thought life. Hallelujah. Bringing your thought life into control. How many times have you thought about something and because you thought that thing, you found yourself out there doing that thing? Hallelujah. You wouldn't have never called him if you didn't think about him. You wouldn't have never, amen, been in a bed with him if you didn't think about him. You would have never, amen, 
been some places in your life if you would have never thought about being in those places. You would have never given in to certain urges if you had not thought about those things first. So you got to bring your thought life into self-control. Amen. Let your thought life be the place that you commune with God and that you allow Holy Spirit, amen, to control your thoughts. Bring those thoughts captive. Hallelujah. Cast down every imagination. Cause those thoughts to come in, amen, and master yourself from within by the Spirit of God. It doesn't matter if you look good outside, if your hair is done, if your makeup is done, your shoes is on fire, your 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 outfit, amen, glory to God, is you dress to the nines, what goes on on the inside? You may have had your style mastered, amen, from the outside, but what about on the inside? Have you mastered what's going on within? Because that is what's going to keep us from going out in and, and falling into sin and walking away from God and getting caught up in the things of this world. And this is what's going to keep us from conforming to this world is that we are mastered from within by the presence and the power of Holy Spirit, knowing that it is the life of Christ that is being lived through us. Amen. We know we quote the scripture, amen, that this life that I now live, I live it by the faith of the Son of God. It's not I, but it's Christ in me. Really, is it Christ in you? Are you allowing Christ in you to override those passions, those zeals, those lusts, those desires? Amen. And, and are you allowing him to master you from within so that you are walking in self-control? That's a serious situation. That's a serious situation. Amen. So we got to walk in self-control. Self-control is the fruit of the spirit that overcomes every evil desire. Self-control must stand as a sentinel or a sentry or a guard on your heart. Lust cannot find a dwelling place when self-control is guarding your heart. If you are if you are controlling your heart by the word of God, you're walking in self-control, then lust can't get in there. Amen. And this is not just for young people. We always try to say it's the young people run after lust. Amen. Especially in the summertime. Let me tell you something. Some of the older people are just as lustful as the young people. Hallelujah. Because one thing you got to remember is when you fall into sin, the pain of those memories of falling away from God, the pain of what you lose as a result of giving in. Amen. And not walking in self-control. It's, it's, it's a, I remember times that I have fallen from God, amen, walked away from the Lord, praise God, and, and just did whatever I wanted to do. And then you got to work your way back to that place in God. It's not worth it. Self-control must always be that guard that is standing, amen, in place, guarding your heart, guarding your mind. Don't give that guard a day off. Don't give that security, hallelujah, for your spirit, man, hallelujah, a day off, a day of rest, amen. You have got to allow the, the, the fruit of self-control, amen, to be exercised in your life to keep you from sin, to keep you from walking away from God. And so, you know, and the thing about it is some of us, the enemy's not going to tempt us with certain things because he already knows that we know not to do it. We already know not to do it, praise God. Hallelujah, but you got to even the, the things that you you know, even the things that you know that the enemy's not going to come at you with. He'll come at you with some of the stuff that you don't have mastery over. 
Maybe it's your mouth. Maybe it's your temper. Maybe you go off on people easily. Woo! Jesus. Maybe maybe you, you, you're easy to tell people off. Hello? Self-control. Maybe it's easy for you to give people a piece of your mind. Please keep your pieces to yourself. Hallelujah. Unless it is P-E-A-C-E. Hallelujah. Keep those other pieces of your mind to yourself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we have got to walk in self-control. Self-control is the fruit of the spirit that enables the believer to live a disciplined life. This is how come we can't stay on a fast when we get on a fast. Because our desires rule us. Hunger rules us. I'm hungry rules us. I want that rules us. Hallelujah. It is not works of self-denial, but it is a life under the control of Holy Spirit. Let Holy Spirit control you. Self-control not only keeps us from evil, but it will empower us so that we will not be a stumbling block to other people. Now, go back to what we were talking about, about falling into sin. Amen. And losing our way. Praise God. You got to understand that people are following you. People are looking at you. And you might feel like, well, I don't have a church congregation. I'm not a pastor. What you mean? I don't have no traveling ministry. Who following me? There are loved ones that are looking up to you. There are people who know that you have made the profession and confession that you are born again. And therefore, they are watching your life. And you have to be a good example of righteousness. You got to be a good example, hallelujah, of a believer that is walking in a spirit-controlled life. And I want to say, this word self-control is a misnomer because, because of our lack of the English language to be able to call it something better. You know, we it makes better sense to us if we say self-control, but it's temperance. It is this place of being spirit-controlled because it's not self it's not self at all because self wants to do what self wants to do. Self don't want to control a thing. Self wants to be able to go and let passions and lust, amen, and, 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 and drives, hallelujah, to go do whatever they want to do. So you must remember, even though we're calling this self-control, it's not self doing the work. It is Holy Spirit doing the work. And really we need to call it Holy Spirit control. Hallelujah. And so for us to walk in self-control, it keeps us from sin and it keeps us from being a stumbling block to other people. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God gives us the liberty, amen, as believers, hallelujah, in many areas of our life, but we still must have a disciplined life. It's necessary in order for us not to be an offense to those that are watching. And we have to understand that even the liberty that we have, we have to be able to, amen, exercise that liberty in love. And we need to understand what the scripture tells us. First Corinthians says, as Paul said, he said, I can do whatever I want to do. He said, all things are lawful, but all things are not expedient. Everything is not going to be good for me. Everything doesn't have a good outcome. Hallelujah. So you got to know what to do and what not to do. And so as we get ready to close on this morning, I pray that you allow the Holy Spirit to deal with your heart about walking in Holy Spirit control. Let the fruit of the Spirit, amen, rule you. Be ruled or mastered from within. Hallelujah. It's not willpower, 
but his Holy Spirit power. It is the guard, the sentinel or the sentry that stands on guard, amen, to keep us from evil desires. We need to let that guard stand in his place. It is the power that keeps us, amen, from becoming stumbling blocks to other people because we are allowing Holy Spirit to stand in us, amen, and to stand up in us, hallelujah, and to live this life through us, the life that we now live, we live by the faith of the Son of God who died and gave himself for us, we don't live this life on our own, we live this life through the power of Holy Spirit that gives us the strength, hallelujah, to, to restrain, to not do the things that we know that we should not do. It gives us the control over our fleshly desires. And this is so important for us because we live in a self-centered and a materialistic world that feels like whatever I want to do, I should be able to do. And so this for us, amen, is a countercultural situation. Amen. It's a lifestyle that doesn't line up with the word, with the world rather. Amen. And so you got to make sure that you stay connected to God so that you don't find yourself conforming to the world give your desires to God give your urges to God give those lusts to God give those passions to God and he will help you to walk in spirit control mastered from within hallelujah nobody cares about what you look like outside let's talk about inside have you mastered your issues from within let us not be ruled by our flesh like this world. Have you been wanting to lose weight and get healthy? Now's the perfect time to start Nutrisystem. Enjoy your favorite foods made healthier, delivered free to your door. Right now, you can get Uniquely Yours Ultimate, our most complete foolproof plan at an amazing price. Order today and save 50%, plus get an extra $40 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com save and discover what millions of people already know. Nutrisystem works. Limitations apply. See website for full offer details. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit penfed.org slash powercash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.